Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week, except last week, we read all of the chapters in Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Berserk Volume 9, because mm-hmm. he has spooky, scary skeletons. Yes. Really, has spooky, friendly skeletons, really. I mean, he's still scary, he's just friendly. A spooky, spooky, friendly skeleton. Yes. He's like, struggler. In one year, shit is going to hit the fan. Yeah. <laughs> one year later. <laughs> Before we get to one year later, though, we have Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. I-, I meant to write down notes from last week's Shonen Jump, and I didn't, so. So I read them all as one batch, because I literally, I remembered the day I was planning to come home from vacation. Oh, shit, I haven't read Shonen Jump. So I kind of have them all like blurred into my head as like, I mean, you know, clearly one thing, but even my rankings are going to be like, I just kind of like ranked everything. All right. That that will only be a problem because I stuck to this week and there's no My Hero Academia this week. Yeah. So I have my I have my hero in mind because you have uh, 20. Then I have 20. Then Okay. That lines up at least. Mm hmm. So we'll start then with One Piece chapter 1094, uh, which with might be, I, this is a, a bad week for titles, but boy is One Piece, uh, Five Elders, Godhead of Science and Defense, St. Jerichia Saturn. Mm-hmm. That's a title. Yep, that's a title. Some people might call it a sentence, but it doesn't have <laughs> verbs, so they're wrong. <laughs> Specifically, it is a person's title. Uh, this is this is a boss screen. This is a Zelda boss screen. Yes. <laughs> What did you think of One Piece this week, Kevin? I liked it. I'm trying to remember exactly. Like, I mean, I liked Saturn showing up and him being like a fucking spider monster. Like, yeah, I was a little bit down on One Piece this week for a couple of reasons. One is like, uh, I did not really expect the Five Elders to ever be fighting anybody, mm-hmm. and like, I get that's the twist, but like, I was kind of like, I, I don't think One Piece, what One Piece needed was more powerful villains mm-hmm. that need to be dealt with. Would not have been on my list of things One Piece yep. needs added to it. I also found it really weird that Luffy had his limit fighting Kizaru. Like, that's, that's classic One Piece, but he didn't seem to like, this fight doesn't seem to have gotten nearly as long as or be as intense as his fight with Kaido. That's true. Like, I'm not saying that Gear 5 shouldn't have a limit or anything like that. It just seems like he went 10 times as long against Kaido. And I'm not saying Kizaru isn't stronger than Kaido, but I don't know. I'd put my money on Kaido, I guess. I, I would have put my money on Kaido, too. Yeah, that that did seem a bit weird. I mean, Luffy has been dealing with a bunch of shit before this. Versus with the oh, Ka- oh, unlike Kaido, where he fought for like one hundred chapters straight, got thrown in the ocean, and yeah, yeah, that's that's true. There's a bit of that, but like I said, I I still liked it. I liked the star punch or the seeing stars punch or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I didn't hate it. There's just a lot of stuff. This one piece this week, I'm like, oh, that wasn't the best. That's fair. Anything else you want to say on it? Nope, I'm good. That brings us to Kagurabachi Chapter Four: Sorcery and the Enchanted Blade. Karagabachi is continues to be the midpoint of the new series mm-hmm. for me. It's fine. It was fine, yeah. This chapter is pretty good, but it's just like in that nice shonen spot where it gets to do action and a bunch of exposition about the world all at once. Mm-hmm. And this is probably the best it's done either of them so far. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. The new character that was introduced last week. I wrote down her I thought I wrote down her name. I swear I did, I, but it's not here in my notes. Yeah, so. I don't I don't remember what her name is and don't care. A little um, girl who needs to be protected. Mm-hmm. Sassy lost child. Sassy orphan child. Yes, sassy orphan child. Sassy orphan Annie. (laughs) It seems fine, like you said. 
that brings us to Two on Ice, Chapter 3, alongside each other, which is better than fine. Yes. I Although, I don't, re- like, looking at my notes, there's nothing that really stood out to me on this chapter. I thought it was pretty good, as I have pretty much this entire series, but mm-hmm. the idea that there are only six pair skaters in Japan is kind of interesting, but I bet that's accurate. That makes sense. I mean, like... At the Olympics, there's at, like at the Olympics, there's not that many pairs skaters, if I remember correctly. So, it would make sense that Japan, not traditionally known for their figure skating, I mean, they are, but like, it's not crazy. And like they were mentioning, pairs being extremely difficult to, you know, it's not like you can just have two two really good figure skaters decide, hey, let's let's become a pairs, or let's become a pair and do that. Yeah. I'm continuing to like this series, though. I hope it keeps it up. It's definitely my favorite of the new ones. Yeah, I really liked both of these together. I am a little worried that Two on Ice and Blue Box are too close to territory to each other, that they're kind of equal and opposite and will split votes, but mm-hmm. Blue Box is pretty anchored into the magazine now, so yeah, maybe that's not a problem. Yeah. Which will take us to Sakimoto Days, Days 138, Delivery. What did you think of Sakimoto Days this week, Kevin? I'm still liking it. I'm liking the have both chapters kind of smashed in my head as one thing. But I I like that Kamhate is uh, just the barrel of his gun. Although I'm pretty sure the end of this chapter is supposed to imply that she's a woman. Uh, Yeah, probably. But that's the only assumption I could be brought to by the way this chapter ends. Mm -hmm. But I just like, I love that, like, just even in like situations that don't make any sense, it's like just a sniper (laughs) rifle, like pointing at a laptop and stuff like that. Like, I thought that was very good. I like that. I like the train bit. Yeah, the train bit's cool. Was it this week or last week when he Hisuke shot like at the exact same trajectory to destroy both of their scopes? Oh, uh, that was the end of last week's chapter. Okay. So, still really cool. Yeah, I think it's been pretty good. Like I said, the fight and drawing continues to be really good with the sniper stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to what he does with Sakamoto, but on like a way like more zoomed out scale, and I think that actually really works. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That'll take us to blue box number 120. Outrageous. Hey, it, it's time for a new year. It's time to get some new characters into some triangles. Yes. <laughs> These triangles are all stale. Let's sprinkle some new girls in there. <laughs> What's the new girl just dropped? <laughs> new girl just dropped. New guy just dropped. Because you, you have to have a guy to counterbalance some of the girl triangles. Yeah, the, the, this new guy and girl are related to old guy and girl, <laughs> specifically the guy who wasn't at the tournament that... Tokyo wanted to beat, mm-hmm. and I don't actually remember who the girl is related to, but that's also pretty fun. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and I, I thought that was really cute where, you know, like, she's part of the, you know, women's badminton team, uh, but she's kind of clumsy, and Taiki just innocently goes like, I'll just keep your elbow locked, because she's, like, and it makes sense, like, if she's, like, swinging her arm a whole lot, and I'm making an arm swinging motion, <laughs> if your elbow isn't locked, it's going to, like, kind of go wildly, so he's like, yeah, just keep your elbow locked. And she doesn't, like, smashes the shuttlecock to score a point on her opponent being like, hmm, so that's Taiki Senpai. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. Not much more to say about it, though. That takes us to Akana Banashi Story 81. Chokoho Koju no Kote, the Okohonban Part 2. That's a lot of Japanese syllables <laughs> there, Kevin. It is. I thought it was a pretty good chapter, though. Yeah, I liked it. Really good metaphor art in it. I really like the way that the story he's telling, like, keys in with who he is as a person mm-hmm. and the better like oh yeah he's got the best read on his audience in the business like he's super like you actually yeah yeah i thought that was all really good anything you wanted to say about it nope 
That'll take us to Martial Master Asami round 16, Sow Your Seeds, which is also pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I kind of like the like mind games and the, uh, you know, I kind of just like, I can't remember if this was all established last week, but it's like, he's he's just a fucking like idiot savant. So like, I can't. He's my, just a shonen boy. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I uh, like the feints aren't working. Why? Because he doesn't give a shit if he takes the hit anyway. <laughs> yeah. And like I, he won't tap out if I grapple him. Like I that, have to break yeah. his arm. That was that was really cool. I really like that moment of because uh, again, it's the it's like it's a sporting event, and him just being like, and I like his coach mentioning, I'm not a fan of this ref because that is absolutely the truth of like, dude, I'm I'm going to shatter this guy. I like that's not going to be a good break either. That's not going to be a clean femur snap. Oh, no, you're out for two weeks. That's going to be like, I've destroyed your elbow and that arm will never function again. And then he ends up with flying knees. So. Yes. I don't <laughs> like that because he was like, I got him to start ducking his head. So because he functions on instinct. So I made him duck his head directly into my flying knee. That'll take us to Mission Yozakura Family, Mission 197, Family Battle Planning Meeting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this one's fine. I do like the like flashback videos he has it's yes like, he's like shouldn't i marry those two he's like yeah that'd be fine probably <laughs> it's like, that's why i had to do it <laughs> yeah I, I do like that too of uh uh the guy like man that guy is really concentrating because you're sitting there like filing it down while two kids are like just on his face and you know it's like this is why i had to do it it's like really really bro this isn't all about you like, part of me is laughing at, uh, you know, this guy has blackmail on everybody and, you know, like, I can publish whatever the hell I want. And it's like, you know, eventually people will call your bullshit because if everyone knows you're spewing bull, like, if you literally tell, because you invited, you know, I'm assuming most of the spy world to this event. It's like, if everyone knows you're going to spew bullshit, no one's going to believe it. And, you know, you're kind of calling your own bluff there. I mean, that's kind of what happens at yeah. the end of this chapter. The user is like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> You can publish it posthumously. You'll be dead. <laughs> yes, I like that too. I love Futaba's friend. Like, ooh, I want to see Futaba do a murder. <laughs> I know. I'll just murder you, and that'll make Futaba happy, and that will make me happy. <laughs> and then, then the president being like, "No, we don't murder people." What? You make it seem like that's the first time anyone's ever told you that. I also love Taika being like, "Okay, pretty sure it doesn't have any blackmail on YouTube since you are four years old." <laughs> old. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't think he has anything on me because i haven't done shit and you're four so i mean there's no way he has blackmail on you what oh no when they were two they did this kind of embarrassing thing like every other fucking two-year-old ever yeah i'm liking the direction a little bit more as it goes on <laughs> uh, last but not least we have elusive samurai chapter 128 destiny 1337 i mean this is pretty good but it's mostly yeah. just fight scene yep so i don't have a lot to add he gets the high ground anakin at yes. the end of it and then I like that he's he's dashing into the enemy ranks. Yeah, he's fleeing into the enemy army. Mm -hmm. No, it's very cool. And I like the you know the general being like, well, either I will die here and my goal will be accomplished, or I will kill you and my goal will be accomplished. Either way, I win. Mm -hmm. Like I I have set I have set up my I've set up a win win scenario not not for me but for our cause. Yes, I think that's pretty good. I like the the destiny blade is very shown in. Yeah. And also the guy be like, yes, I, I, I tailored my entire fighting style to hacking elusive opponents. Yeah. I also like his blade, too, the, the like the hexagons poked out of it to make it lighter. Like I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. And, you know, it's like 
well, I don't need a bunch of heavy attacks if I can just, like, stab you in your weak points. So, because that's my whole shtick, now I can, you know, I've got this one-handed sword and can use the other hand for defense. It's like, that's awesome. Anything else you want to say about Shadow Jump, Kevin? Nope. That'll take us into Jump Card. Jump card is a segment where we rank everything from our least favorite up to our favorite. Do you want to just take my hero out, or do you want to be No, I can, I can just take my hero out. All right, what do you have at number 19, then? I have New Ace at 19. That's pretty fair. Again, uh, some of these are going to be biased by the fact that I had both chapters as part of the ranking. So there were a couple of them where I was like, oh, I didn't like one chapter and liked the li- one a little bit more. So it like kind of yeah. averaged out a little higher. I- I'll let you go out on New Eyes, but I'll say my bottom is me and Rebecca. And if I was also ranking them together, I do not think it would be bottom. But yeah, I thought this the, week's chapter no, of me and this, Rebecca this was really, really bad. This week's chapter was really bad. Last week's was actually pretty good for me and Roboco. I trying to remember. It was the it was the dad. Okay, it was like focused dad, on YouTuber. Yeah, I was going to say YouTuber. was that it. Yeah, and it w- he was like, "Hey, I finally got some money. Oh, you know what? Maybe we can stay poor and be happy for a little bit longer." And I was like, "All right, that was pretty good." So that that really shot it up. That was the big one. That was like, yeah, that first chapter really snapped me and Roboco up in my rankings. But yeah, with New Ways this week, just both chapters, I was just kind of like. First, we get hit with that exposition bomb of, I summoned a grade four spirit part from, like, the fourth circle of hell. It's the most powerful thing ever, and it died in a hit. I was like, yeah, it's not a trope that you should generally bring out immediately. Yeah, it's a lot of exposition. I really don't care about it. And, like, the twist of, like, oh, no, New Ace, the spirit's like, but, but you knew that. And the guy even said you knew that. So why are we acting like this is a big deal? Yeah, and, yeah. I just don't care. It's what I have at 18. I'll break form and say, what do you have at 18? I have Mama Yu Yu at 18. I just don't give a shit. And <laughs> like they introduced this new character and it honestly bugged me a lot when she was like, can you be my reason for living? I was like, you met this kid five minutes ago. Yeah, Talking about uh, new A's, Mama Yu Yu feels like just really, really on the head with its pandering right now. Mm-hmm. And like, all of Shonen Jump is pandering. All of storytelling is emotional manipulation. But like New Ace feels more honest and it's pandering to me. And mm-hmm. while it still went lower, I really didn't like this issue or chapter of Mama Yu Yu for that sort of reason. Of like it just feels real, oh my fantasy girlfriend fell into my lap. And it's like, you can do that. That's a place like I can't say that like Something like a We Never Learn is not that, which is a series we loved. Mm-hmm. But that's real on the nose with, with its pandering. And like you can go far enough in there that it becomes okay, or you can hide it and make it okay. But this one has not done either effectively. Yeah. It kind of re- like that kind of reminds me of ReZero with the like he, he landed his perfect fantasy girlfriend, but then died in the loop reset. And now he's like in the and. Because he didn't do everything exactly the same the next couple of times, like it stuff has just been weird because it's like 
that's kind of what this feels like. Like, oh, my fantasy boyfriend is here. And it was like, huh? That dude that you met? He's, he's not even really, like, he isn't shown to be classically hot either. Like, n- you know what I mean? Like, he's still a, he's a pretty shonen boy, but. Yeah, it just comes off as too pandering, like yeah. I said. What do you have at 17? 17 is where I put Cypher Academy. They're now going through a roguelike dungeon to, like, you know. To mine the uh, the bitcoins or whatever, and the I'm like, the bitcoins were in the rogue like all along. I was like, that classic trope. What? That's not how. What? <laughs> That's how this works, Kevin. Yeah, it just it seemed it seemed utterly baffling to me that they're like, yeah, we've got this, you know, like seventy times the world's uh, annual budget stored in here, and no one has access to it. What? Yeah, it doesn't really make sense as an interface, does it? No. I got, I said Gill at 17. Okay. It just, well, I don't care. It, mm-hmm. It's like you say, I'm like, man, who are these trolls? Gil didn't die, so like, why is this report of his death making his dad's lich awaken? Where did he even get this arm? Because Gil's arm isn't cut off. I think it's just some random, I think it's a leg. It, it may, it's some limb. I had the it, same is thing. It, is it his friend's limb that did get cut off before I, it got I think healed? that's what it, I think it's, I grabbed this axe and a limb. <laughs> it's my number 17, by the way. And just a limb and was like, haha. And then the thing that baffled me even uh, more. Th- did you mean 16 or, th- or am I off a number? Uh, six, it's because I'm still off a yeah, number. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's my number 16, yeah. The thing that baffled me even more is that person or that lich showed up with the axe and the limb and Drakey had already been turned. Well, we knew that Drakey was being turned and the, like he was like fighting it or whatever. No, but like the guy had already awakened before he brought him the axe and the limb. The fi- okay. Like because it's the because it's the lich that kills the the lich guy and it wasn't like haha I finally gained control. It cuz he he had been chained up kind of thing cuz they were waiting for uh, him to, or something like that, but it was like you know, oh, I sensed the moment of my son's almost death, and that caused my focus to waver. I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't think it's good. I have Mama Yu at 16. Okay. The only reason I have it higher is I did like him like grabbing the demon and throwing it onto the fence. That was pretty cool from yeah. the air. I thought the fight choreography was pretty good. That's why I went higher, even though I completely agree with mm-hmm. your criticisms. Mm-hmm. What do you have at 15? 15 is where I put me in Roboco. Like I said, it was that last week's chapter that really drove it up here because this week's chapter was really kind of bad. I have Cypher Academy at 15. Okay. I, I I just am accepting this. I agree with all of your problems. That's, that's but fair. Like, look, that's what the writer said. So mm-hmm. Japan refuses to cancel this series, so we're stuck with it. Yeah. What do you have at 14? 14 is where I put Kill Blue. It just seemed mostly fine for Kill Blue. I kind of like the twist on him of trying to avoid Norrin, and I like her going like full assassin at the end. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't anything super special. Yeah, that's fair. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 14. That is Because who is even here? Fi- like at the end, <laughs> Itadori showed up, and I know mm-hmm. who that guy is and why I care. But what, who is anyone else and why do I care? Yep. Nope. I get you. What do you have at 13? 13 is where I have Ichinose family. It's just Ichinose family being just weird. Yeah, I feel like this was kind of high octane, so it went a little higher Fair. for me, but I can totally get that. 13's where I have Undead and Luck, which okay. I th- just thought was fine, like you said. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 12. I do remember who this guy is. I, In the vague sense of like, oh yeah, the Lightning God. I remember a guy that had access to like Lightning Powers. I didn't understand this whole, yeah, then he can modify his flesh, and I'm like, whatever. 
I thought it was kind of cool to see, like, I think this is the first time we've seen Tsukina's, like, full transformation. Because I didn't realize he had a giant, like, mouth in his chest as well. But the guy explaining it of, like, yeah, so he's got four arms so that he can still wield weapons while doing curse signs. And he's got a mouth in his chest so that even if he's chanting, he can still breathe. I'm like, that's a really neat idea. And they're like, yeah, he looks fucked up compared to human sensibilities but like from a battle standpoint that's awesome like i you know i found it stupid that i couldn't do you know i couldn't do my ninja signs while holding a weapon so i grew an extra set of arms and i was kind of tired of running out of breath while i was doing long chants so i grew a second mouth to breathe for me again like all right yeah that's cool i got killed blue at 12 okay what do you have at 11 uh, 11 is where i put undead on the luck i thought it was fine uh, that's where I put Ichinose family. Okay. So what do you have at number ten? Ten is where I put Kagurabachi. I was just kind of fine. I was like, all right, cool. We got some more stuff being introduced. It's fine, I guess. Uh ten's where I have one piece. Okay. Like I said, just a lot of stuff this week that I was like, okay, whatever, man. What do you have at nine? Uh nine is where I put Witch Watch. I really liked both of the chapters, so I thought I thought Witch Watch was pretty cool. The like the plan of like I'm gonna resurrect my mom, which will allow me to die. I was like, okay, kind of makes sense. I I do like the whole, you know, pe- everyone's like, oh, living forever sounds great, and then he's like, yeah, until you fucking do it, it's a goddamn nightmare. I have Mission Yozakura family at nine. Okay, what do you have at eight? That's where I have Mission Yozakura family. I thought both of them were cute. I like you know the plan of getting kids to help because it's like, all right, the three of us are the only people that he can't fight here. Because and then uh, he's like, "All right, yeah, we'll use your uh, we'll use your uh, cannon." And I like that both of them are like picked up Tayo's sensibility of naming, where he was like, "Yeah, that name is so cool." We're like, "Yeah, we thought you would get it, yeah." Uh, but we're like, "Then we'll shoot him in the face." Uh, well, he'll be fine. I, he's a gold rank spy. He'll be fine. I have uh, Kagurabachi here. Like okay. I said, I thought it was. Like, it's kind of cheating because of how early in the series is, but I thought it was exactly the short of chapter mm-hmm. it needs at this point. What do you have at seven? Seven is where I have the Elusive Samurai. It's good. Like I liked a lot of the stuff. I have Witch Watch at seven. Okay. I really liked how that fight ended, So, I got and we'll see if it's actually over. But yeah. It appears to be. What do you have at six? Six is where I put One Piece. Like I said, I, I liked it. I like a bunch of the stuff, and I like that. I like one of Bonnie's powers, the uh, like Flash of Death. Where she like touches uh, the a guy. Near death experience. Yeah, the near death experience. That's it. Like she touches a guy and he like sees his own death and then it like reverts back and he's like, I don't want to fucking do anything. Like, oh my god, I just like I fucking died, man. I need, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I got two on ice at six. Okay. Didn't like I, I kinda I liked it, but I struggled to express anything that was special about it. That's fair. What do you have at five? Five is where I put a Kanbanashi. I really liked that. I really liked this new character and the whole thing with the the gambling thing, like he literally rolls the dice on what story he's going to roll or what story he's going to do is pretty cool. And they're like, yeah, it's because it's how he reads the crowd that makes him one of the crowd favorites. Like, you know, he, it's essentially like I can I can destroy you with any weapon. So, like, I just I like picking them at random. Uh, I have Sakimoto days at five. Gotcha. Like the train bit, like I said, and the sniper fighting is just very cool. What do you have at four? Four is where I put Marshmaster Alchemy. Same, actually. It's very good. I really liked I really liked all of that stuff with the fight where he's, you know, like, ah, shit, I'm fighting some guy who fights on instinct, which means my traditional way of mind gaming my opponent doesn't work because 
my opponent doesn't have any training, so I can't use his training against him. So instead I have to, and you know, it's like, all right, instead I have to trick his instincts, which I thought was a really neat twist. What do you have at number three? Number three is where I put Sakamoto days. I just thought it was really cool. Like, like you said, I liked the train bit. I liked a lot of the sniper fighting and I liked, again, I liked the fact that Kamahate is just the sniper barrel in like all of the flashback stuff. And, you know, I also liked the whole, uh, why do you hate Sakamoto? He stole my fucking kill. <laughs> <laughs> and I, no, it's, no, it's not that. It's just, I got awarded for a kill I made, but then Sakamoto no, actually was, made it, I yep. realized. And it would be so embarrassing if anyone found out. I have Elusive Samurai at three. Nice. What do you have at number two? Number two is where I put two on ice. I like the combination of both the chapters together, and I just really like in the whole mojo they have going. I'm kind of interested to see why the figure skater girl wants to be in pairs like clearly something has happened and i'm interested to see what that is and i kind of like the like i like her calling him a stalker where he's like oh you're just gonna do one of your uh old things i know all of them <laughs> and she's like that's a little fucking creepy man <laughs> i got blue box at number two gotcha. i really like all the new dudes who just dropped that's kind of all the chapter is yep. what do you have at one uh blue box is why i put it one i liked again both chapters uh were just incredible together I have a kind of Banishi yet one. Gotcha. I really like the way they draw the character drawing in the crowd. And like, I just think it was really good. I think the energy of the story actually mm-hmm. really transfers out of the manga into the reader. Mm-hmm. I think that's really impressive. Yep. Anything else you want to say about Shannon Jump this week, Kevin? Nope. All right. We read Berserk Volume 9, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So what did you think of Volume 9 of Berserk, Kevin? This is, you know, again, treading territory that I have not a whole lot of knowledge of because of my weird way I've consumed Berserk before this. Which is super weird because, like, this is the little portion of Berserk I feel like I knew was coming. Like, this and probably the next volume. I knew it was, like, I know, I didn't know that, like, everyone had turned on him. Like, I'd either I've forgotten it or just didn't remember because like I, I know what's happening what's going to be happening next with the eclipse with the eclipse and all that stuff but I was like I don't know in the interim of when he became famous to when the eclipse happened see what I didn't know Kevin it was how real the joke Griffith gets real upset his boyfriend broke up with him and makes mm-hmm. a terrible mistake was because I didn't know he had sex with the princess while thinking of guts the entire time <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that. I like I like when Guts shows back up with Casca, uh, and she's like, it's all your goddamn fault. He's like, are you seriously fucking blaming me for leaving, like, because Griffith threw a hissy fit because I left? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what the hell were you doing? Oh, I was sword training in the mountains. It's really nice, actually. I just spent a year doing sword training every day, just post triangle yep. for a bit. <laughs> then I was at a Tenkaichi Budokai. That was on screen, though. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, the the whole thing with Griffiths, again, just the, you know, the, the depravity of the nobility in that world where the king is shown to have lusted at, like, actually lusted after his 
daughter, even with Griffith egging him on to do it. I'm mean, that's maybe the one part of the volume that I actually didn't super like. That that's fair. Because there was no hint of that before. It almost feels like Griffith made it happen by bringing it up, mm-hmm. which I don't think is supposed to be the implication that we take. Because sort of all of the royals have been bastards in all of Berserk. Yes. So of course this one would be too. Yeah, and that I think that's just kind of what it is. Was Griffith saw what like what he or saw his inner demons essentially and called them out on him. But yeah, then I like the. I like guts at the the tournament. Um, I kind of like the freaking desert Voldo dude. <laughs> yes, I mean the guy's almost basically Voldo. Like he's got the same he's weapons. He's got like, the same weapons. I would not say he's basically Voldo. He does not like crab walk. At- he does not crab walk, <laughs> but he does the thing where he kicks two knife blades into guts or towards guts' head, and then like cr- like contorts himself to try and stab him in the neck with his. Fist, which Gus just kind of like, and now I shall swing my sword. But that, like, that was why I was getting the the Voldo vibe of the the he's got the crazy contortion stuff. Again, he's not that insane where he's crab walking at Pete, like just sitting there. <laughs> I still just always remember Voldo. Like everyone else is like battle stance is kind of just like hopping on their feet, and Voldo's just kind of like wiggling well, on his crab form. Every fighting game needs an absolute freak, Kevin. And all I'm saying is that if there was a Berserk fighting game, this guy would not even be on the freakometer. That is true. But I still I still liked him. He had the weird blades, he had chakrams, and then the the cool whip blades were kind of neat. He he is 100% a shonen villain. Just be like, well, I have this technique. Mm-hmm. And Guts is like, yes, but I just went through a training arc. I just went through a training arc. What do you have? A big ass sword. You can't block all of my attacks. I don't need to. <laughs> Whoosh! With the air pressure, yeah. Yeah, I just did a training arc. We also we didn't talk, despite joking about it at the beginning about the skeleton oh, yeah. <laughs> from Twilight Princess showing up and being like, "Hey, struggler, uh, you're about to struggle a lot." Like, in one year, it's going to be bad for you. And then just immediately leaves one year later. <laughs> yes, there's that. Well, because, you know, he he was like, uh, Guts took the, the thing to heart and went on a training arc. Well, he was going to do that anyway. I know, but because I just... Because of the stuff with Griffith last... Yes, I just arc. like the idea of, uh, like, that was his plan anyway, but the guy being like, hey, dude, it's go- shit's going to hit the fan. Well, this training arc better start right now, then. I also like the, you know, it calls him out on it because it's like... Uh, because you were born from death on a battlefield, you are closest to it and are thus the best at escaping it. Yes, I do really like that. that that's some some nonsense, but it is exactly my sort of nonsense. Yeah, that is absolute. So. That is absolutely really cool. Because you know, like because we know that guts is surviving the events of the eclipse, but it's like honestly. They, like that's confu- like the fact that he lives through the eclipse is pretty impressive and then continues to live afterward is still impressive. Well, if you call that living. <laughs> yeah. Surviving. He does get a cannon arm. <laughs> that, that helps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, so we have the spooky skeleton man and then Griffith and Casca meet up again and have sex. You mean Griffith? You mean Guts uh, and Casca? Gut- <laughs> Griffith and Casca. Yeah, Guts and Casca. <laughs> Griffith just, just uh, gets a real quick conjugal visit. <laughs> you won't let him see the princess, but... <laughs> yep. Yeah, the the most important bit of Berserk, yes. Mm-hmm. Where, like, 
Guts has a freak out as he's doing it and nearly chokes her. And she's like, dude, it's fine. Like, it's not ideal, but I have stabbed you like 26 times. I I literally <laughs> stabbed you like an hour ago. I also like that. Which, defend yourself. And he's just like, why are we fighting? Like, holy shit, that almost took my, like, what would you have done if I didn't block that? And then I do like the one point where he's like, she stabs him. He was like, you could have dodged that. He was like, eh, I'm, I'm fucking done. <laughs> I like when she falls off a cliff and he's like, God, no one's standing by cliffs, okay? Yeah, that that one's also good. Nope, not going over again. We are not letting you near I, any I, more cliffs. I had a training arc. I can pull you up. <laughs> I am not doing this shit again. Instead, let's have sex. Th- th- this cliff is jobbing for me because I just had a training arc. <laughs> yeah, and now let's er- earn this M rating and this shrink wrap that's on this volume real quick. <laughs> yep. As if the Griffith sex scene at the start didn't. Yep. Yeah, and then the, like, him still feeling remorse over killing his dad kind of on accident, but yeah. it's like, you know, I didn't mean to kill you. It was like, that man was a piece of shit, dude. Like, I know he was your dad, but Jesus. Yeah, the, the line I have written down is like, oh, man, I meant to get over that. Yeah. It's like, when he's having sex with Casca, and he that's when he can't really deal with it anymore. Yeah, because he has the flashback to when he got raped. Yeah. Which is why he starts choking her because he was being choked in that thing, and so he was like, "I, I am not sorry. I murdered that sack of shit." <laughs> like there are lots of people I'm not sorry I murdered, but that that was actually pretty interesting when he's like, "I've killed so many people. Why is this one still heavy in my heart?" Yeah. Why does this one matter? And Castle's like, "Oh man, I feel like you actually were intimate with me for a second. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, man, everything's going to be great between us from now on. Nothing could have possibly go horribly wrong in the immediate future. Let's yeah. go bleed the band of the hawk and save Griffith, and it'll be great. Mm-hmm. This will totally work out. There's no way that only a skeleton man can save one of us. Yep. Anything else you want to say about Berserk? Like I said, this is probably the most important volume of Berserk. Probably don't just read this one. You really need the no, context. No, you of- absolutely need the context. Like all of Berserk? Like, even I don't like the beginning of Berserk, but I, I get you. But I also, I don't agree with the people who are like, oh, just skip it and go to the Golden Age. Because, no, the, yeah, yeah. Because the dramatic irony of what happens after is important to this story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even though the beginning of Berserk is, I think, not very good. Yeah, that's fair. I would also agree. Don't just immediately skip to the Golden Arc. And then. Um, and certainly don't just buy volume nine. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, where, where does a tank Kaichi Budokai in sex? I mean, that does sound pretty good. And a skeleton man. <laughs> that does yep. all sound pretty good when I just say it like that. <laughs> yeah, and then in other Berserk news, I think somebody's trying to finish the... Yeah, there have been new chapters that have come okay. out. Uh, it's a bunch of his assistants. I don't know the details. I gotcha. I just, like, because we were going to be reading Berserk, it had, like, either popped into my news feed or I just noticed it. But I was like, oh, I, I, I was... No- I was unaware that they were trying to finish it. I know there have been posthumous chapters. I don't know how often it's coming out or how many there have been. Yeah, which sounds like uh, even when it was coming out, you know, it took forever when a chapter would release. So you, you don't know. Yeah, you never know if that's going to speed up after, though. Yeah, because presumably Kenta Miura's health was yes a I, large I'm factor assuming. of what was slowing it down. Mm-hmm. Also, there's uh, there's a level of now are they just going to try and finish the story the right way rather than like, you know, are they going to try and go for serialize, like serialization? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, because obviously, you know, the goal of these is just keep producing chapters forever. 
is like not exactly what you want, but it's sort of what you want, right? Yeah, to a degree for as long as you can, for as long as it's popular. Yeah, you want to just keep producing chapters. Now the question becomes. All right, cool. Well, now do we just try and finish it good, like do a good job finishing the story? Yeah, my understanding is everybody's still working on it, was working on it when Kentamira was alive, mm-hmm. and they had had a lot of conversations about what the end would be. Yeah, that makes sense. And I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there's probably notes that he made. Yes, I don't know. Like, I, there's probably people who could keep all track of all of that shit, uh, like just in their head. But I assume, like, that was the same thing with. Um, Token in the Semerillion, where it, which is not a good analogy. Now I'm no, no, about because it. Tolkien also changed that like six or seven times because yep. that was his D and D campaign, and sometimes yeah. he was like, "Ah, oh, nah, it works better if it's this." Yeah, but he again, he had a bunch of notes, so I'm just. It's like all the inconsistencies and unfinished tales because those are literally just Tolkien's notes about stories he didn't actually write. Yes, Tolkien nerds are. We as a huge fan of. Lord of the Rings. Tolkien nerds are weird. Yeah, I that was the Cimmerillion was uh, something I, I couldn't finish. As someone who has, you shouldn't. Yeah, I like because again, it's like this isn't a a story. The, the best is... part of the Cimmerillion is in Lord of the Rings already. So mm-hmm. yeah, a uh, pretty intense volume. Like I said, really good though. Yeah, uh, yes. and we're gonna keep it up. We're gonna read Berserk Volume Ten next week. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get through the Eclipse before October. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know how long. I, I don't either. Uh, like I said, I was surprised. We I, I thought there was more to the one year. I didn't think it was immediately one year later. Mm-hmm. And then all this stuff happened. But It so, made sense for a time skip, though. No, it did. I just, like I said, this is the part yeah. of Berserk I know about, and I wasn't expecting to, like, get it, to ram right into it. Mm-hmm. Until then, our f- opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Last Time on Video Games did an episode on Majora's Mask that I don't remember if I've shouted out yet or not. And It's a Gundam's doing Reconquista NG. That's starting to get good 16 episodes in. So, you know, better than uh, Gundam Wing. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everyone. Gotta stop.